Hello, and welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kelly. And today, we welcome two esteemed and very involved realtor members from opposite ends of the state back here to help us celebrate Black History Month. Uh, The first guest has so many achievements that uh, this list would just be too lengthy to read. It would literally take the entire time of the podcast. But uh, he was the Illinois Realtors 2023 Realtor of the Year, um, our association's first African-American president in 2022. And is a former president of the Chicago Association of Realtors. You know him, you love him, the man, the myth, the legend. Welcome back, Mr. Ezekiel Zeke Morris. How you doing, sir? Doing well, doing well. Thank you for having me. And our second guest also served as the first African-American president for her association. Um, She is the chair of the 2024 Conference and Expo Working Group, graduated from the 2018 Leadership Development Program, was a former chair of the Affordable Housing and Community Involvement Committee, and served as the president of the Southwestern Illinois Board of Realtors, coming from to us all the way from the O'Fallon area. Welcome to the podcast, Les Wheeler. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. Well, let's kick into it here, guys. Uh, So, Zeke, uh, about this time last year, uh, you joined us for a discussion about Black History Month, and uh, we talked about some of the most noteworthy achievements uh, realized during your tenure as the 2022 Illinois Realtors president. So uh, you spoke about the importance of realtors supporting fair housing for all, uh, as well as the association's efforts to uh, improve diversity, equity, and inclusion in real estate offices. Um, But long before you became president, you were involved in projects to promote fair housing, and you helped uh, local consumers of color be become homeowners. So um, do you think that Black History Month gets the attention it deserves and why? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, As you know, Black history occurs each day that we live. Black History Month is a time that America highlights or acknowledges the accomplishments of Black people or people of color. It's more important that we, we being Black folks, understand and teach our children that their history be taught to give a basis for their self-worth. We're not defined by February, but have a rich history of accomplishments. They must come to understand and believe to whom much is given, much is required. That is correct. Uh, Celeste, let's turn it over to you here for the same question. Um, is Black History Month getting its due? Um, why would you feel? Why do you feel that way one way or the other? And what kind of positive recognition and event planning have you seen in the O'Fallon area? This question kind of takes me back uh, when I was a child. I remember February as the month focused on learning about Black history. Students were tasked in, uh, with writing speeches and doing research on Blacks. However, I recall those resources being so limited. Now, I realize as a Black American, we are living the American American history every day. We must teach our ch- children not only the struggles of our past, but also how to overcome those barriers while lifting one another. We are the examples. Last month near O'Fallon, Scott Air Force Base's African-American Heritage Committee hosted a luncheon honoring Dr. Martin Luther King's contributions to the civil rights movement. That movement gave us hope then and inspires us today to do better. And so both of you are veterans of the real estate industry. So I'm going to um, continue on with you, Celeste. How has the diversity of the real estate industry changed since you began your career? We've seen some progress in diversity uh, of the real estate industry. In 2004, there was a noticeable lack of representation from people of color. 
However, today the industry is becoming more inclusive with people of different races and backgrounds. For me, it's welcoming to see people of color involved in my local area attending real estate events such as our annual spring conference and expo and just being part of things that will help them grow as professionals. I encourage those who want to make a difference to get involved at the local, state, and national levels. If you've tried, but you've been rejected at any level, don't give up, keep trying. Diversity is not, it not only enriches our profession, but it also enhances our ability to serve others in the communities that we serve. Absolutely. And, and to follow up on that, um, how, has a, how has the diversity of Black homeownership changed since you started in real estate? Kelly, the diversity of Black home, of black home ownership has not changed much, in my opinion. Unfortunately, transactions have become even tougher to navigate through, and finding affordable and sustainable housing is even more challenging because values continue to rise, yet inventory uh, at pretty much all different price points is so low. And Zeke, now I'm going to toss it over to you. Um, so I'm also interested in what you've seen in the real estate industry since you began. Do you see greater diversity now um, now than you know when you started? Well, absolutely. Uh, just to piggyback off of uh, Celeste, she is... Um, she represents some of that diversity. Yes, progress has been made, but there's so much more to accomplish. Uh, we have more diversity within the industry, yet we lag in ownership of brokerages and services within the underserved community. Additionally, based upon lower values within the Black community, it is more difficult to be successful and service uh, the communities of color. And, you know, to follow up on that, the same question, you know, we asked Celeste, um, how has the diversity of black home, black home ownership changed since you started in real estate? Well, obviously, uh, more, more Americans in total uh, now own um, more than any year following basically the Great Recession. Uh, with the U.S. home ownership rate climbing to 65.5% in 2020, which was up 1.3% from 2019, the largest annual increase on record. Uh, but Black home ownership is still at 43.4%, which remains lower than it was a decade ago. And it is nearly 30 percentage points behind the white home ownership rate of 72.1. Meanwhile, uh, there is some, some bright things that are happening. The Hispanic home ownership rate rose to an all-time high, reaching over 50% for the first time. And the Asian home ownership rate is 61.7%. Now, to, what does that all mean? My concern is that the Black home ownership rate continues to lag behind all other communities. And that is a direct correlation to Black wealth and stability of our communities. Here, here. Those numbers, uh, you know, some encouraging signs, as you said, but also much more work to do. Um, and we continue that work. Um, Zeke, sticking here with you, um, you know, obviously a part of Black History Month is the history of, you know, race relations in America. Um, and so I'm wondering if you would be comfortable sharing with us if you've ever experienced any kind of discrimination on the job. Um, you know, did you ever suspect that a client or a prospective client was the victim of a discriminatory appraisal or rejected? for financing because of their race. Um, I know Illinois Realtors has done so much with uh, discriminatory appraisals in recent years. Um, so do you think that community attitudes and behaviors have changed over time uh, in, your, in your own experience? Well, Jeremy, I'm going to take us back. 
take us back to my childhood in the 60s. I experienced overt discrimination or redlining through my parents, uh, seeing them not having access to certain neighborhoods and financing just because of the color of our skin. Uh, today, we're in the midst of covert discrimination or equal, e equity stripping of our communities through the appraisal process. During the Great Recession, we lost 60% of value in some very stable neighborhoods that still have not recovered. Now, the appraisal process is, is the new way of redlining or systematically stripping communities of value. So we faced a hard decision as uh, people of color uh, of do we invest in underperforming neighborhoods or do we move to other communities to gain wealth through home ownership? I mean, what does that say? I think when you think about it from that perspective, um, one of the things that makes a community is to have folks that are, uh, you know, that have some similarities. The underserved communities don't have what other communities have, which is a strong infrastructure and as well as uh, the schools that are needed to make them uh, viable. And so what I said, we need to continue to work to find equitable solutions for affordability and investment within underserved communities that minimize displacement and improve them as a destination of choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% agree with everything you're saying there, uh, Zeke. Um, Celeste, let's go to you there um, in terms of that question as well. Um, if you feel uh, comfortable, have you ever experienced any kind of discrimination on the job or um, have you ever witnessed someone else go through it? Um, and, um, you know, basically just the same exact question uh, from your point of view, from your experience. Okay, let's see. Um, I cannot recall personally uh, being discriminated against uh, because I choose to kind of put it aside anyway, you know, bad behavior, so to speak. However, I have had clients who face challenges with low appraisals that we su suspected might have been influenced by uh, discriminatory factors, such as uh, the location of the property or maybe even personal items that were existing in the property that, you know, we were selling. All the properties that I had listed were in great shape, in my opinion, in my professional opinion, and they were priced competitively, but they did appraise at uh, lower market value during a time where the market was actually thriving. So just recently with my son, uh, who's purchasing real estate, you know, I kind of find it uh, funny that during this period, it has been very, very challenging for him. I recall the underwriters asking him for documentation uh, two or three times for the same thing to prove that he was not the owner of uh, my husband's small business. So, you know, they held us up for a very long time asking for documentation and we were providing, you know, uh, things. So sometimes it's it's in the system, but it's disheartening to see clients go through this. As an agent, I do my best to support and advocate for them. I strive to provide fair treatment and equal opportunities for all clients. Discrimination has no place in our industry, and I'm committed to upholding principles of fairness and inclusivity in all of my dealings. Let's um, 
turn it here to um, just kind of how, like Celeste, how do you stay positive and like kind of persevere and succeed in the business of real estate when there are still some of these obstacles out there? You know, it seems like something of the past, but there are still obstacles out there. So how do you stay positive? How do you continue to work towards justice? Okay, I put forth a conscious effort to focus on the positive aspects and not the negative of this business. Real estate is is a business filled with ups and downs, of course. Uh, my faith in God keeps me grounded and helps me to preserve to persevere through it all, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I view the obstacles uh, as opportunities for growth rather than rollbacks. Every challenge presents a chance to learn and improve, and even share our experiences with others as we are doing today. I love that. I love your outlook on it and uh, the way you look at it. And what about you, Zeke? Um, how do you stay positive and persevere and succeed in spite, you know, of all, all these obstacles? Well, I, uh, as Celeste said, I'm, I, I continue to have acknowledgement of progress through uh, my family, my three children. All three are homeowners and living what I perceive to be the American dream. But remember, I want everybody to understand I'm the exception, not the rule. And I also see the younger generation of realtors succeeding at all levels and thus giving them the ability to impact our industry through volunteer leadership, which is very, very important for our future. Because if we're if we're not at the table, uh, we're on the menu and we want to make sure that that we're advocating for not only our community, but for all communities. And um we want to be seen as viable alternatives. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Um, you know, and so as you mentioned, you know, progress has been made, but, you know, there's still a, a far way to go. Um, are you hopeful that things will get better for future generations? Uh, absolutely. I have um, this week I was I've been in D.C. and uh, dealing with some policy issues. And uh, yesterday I was um, fortunate enough to be at a policy uh, forum in which um, Gary Acosta, who is the founder of, of NARAP, uh, NARAP, excuse me, is, uh, he was the keynote speaker. And he spoke on the unintended consequences of what could happen with the, you know, with the, the current uh, change or uh, what could happen in terms of the change uh, in commission structure. And, and what he talked about was how, how people have utilized that system to, you know, to gain wealth. And now, uh, now that we're at that point where we know that, uh, the Hispanic community will probably in, in the next, uh, by 2030, will be the largest served community. It's also, uh, we, that community also has the largest amount of challenges and those challenges are, um, you know, having the struggle of putting together the down payment, uh, being able to do things. And so if, if we put another hurdle, then that will hamper uh, ownership. So all I say all of that to say is, is that if we don't uh, stand in terms of what is right for our industry, then uh, the unintended consequence will be that that uh, people of color will suffer the will suffer the most, and so that just made me think about our industry. Our industry is pregnant with so much possibility. 
Change happens through the young. And I'm excited to see so much interest uh, by talented people in our industry. My responsibility is to share my experiences through mentorship and be an example for the next generation. In the Black community, we say each one teach one, which simply means don't be afraid to share your knowledge because what God has for you is for you. And if you impart knowledge that allows someone else to take it to the next level, that's your way of sharing your blessings with others. There it is, everyone. There it is. Uh, Celeste, I want to uh, pose that question to you uh, as well. And I'm also very happy to, that you're on this podcast today, too, because you can not only speak to the aspects of Black History Month, but also Women's History Month that is coming up, of course, next month in March. Um, so, you know, do you see, you know, the future generations um, and things getting better, not only in terms of the African-American community, but also um, in uh, female representation in uh, the real estate industry? Well, I hope so. So being a woman in this industry, especially in a leadership role, it's, um, it has barriers, but several women are great examples and inspire me to keep pushing ahead. I will never forget when I was in the uh, Air Force, I was having some uh, candid conversation with my commander's wife, and we were just talking about leadership and things like that. And, you know, I remember her saying uh, something that I would never forget. She said, Celeste, you know, we live in a world that's run by old white men. <laughs> and we just laughed. And, and you know what? She was right. But I share that uh, to encourage women to big, you know, to dream big, work hard and lift others, you know. Uh, and please don't forget to celebrate the successes of women during March because it's Women's History Month. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, ah, I wish I could talk to you guys for forever, but we are unfortunately out of time. But this has been an amazing conversation. Um, and we hope that we've just encouraged people not only to um, just kind of, you know, celebrate Black History Month, um, but to also make sure that you are staying educated on the issues that, that are so prevalent still and to help and be an ally in that in any single way that you can um, to help make these things better and to help, uh, like we said, move that arc towards justice. So um, I want to thank both of you. Uh, Celeste, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And of course, Zeke, thank you so much for being here as well. Thanks. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I love doing these. Um, can't wait to hear it. All right. And of course, thank you, all of our listeners, for joining us on the latest episode of the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast. As always, give us a rating and a review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media. We'll see you next week.